wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, social media world, you know, all of the things, whoever's listening to this, definitely clipped a little bit on that. <laughs> Got into the red a little bit on that all right. I don't think my my settings were prepared for that ridiculousness, but sometimes it happens. It all depends on the mood. I won't even say it's good mood, bad mood. It's just mood. You don't know what's happening How as far as how ridiculous the all right is going to be at the top of each episode. So that one, apologies, a little ridiculous. Uh, hopefully you didn't have your speakers up too loud. Uh, but welcome to episode 71 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I am, of course, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And we've got an action-packed episode for you tonight. That's right, action-packed. Everything should just have finger quotes around me when I say them. For those of you that only listen to the audio, you don't actually see how many times I'm throwing up finger quotes throughout the episode. Uh, it's quite often. It's quite often. And that's okay, you know, because that's just how we roll. It's all common sense. It's all me talking to a wall, but sometimes I just say things that are completely off the wall. That's right, Vans. We use that term all the time, too. Vans. Make sure you're responding to some of those inquiries you're getting. Nonetheless, let's get into the show. Social plugs always at the top of the show. That's where you can keep in touch with us during episodes, between episodes, before episodes, after episodes, all of the things. There's many, many, many places. I'm exaggerating that. There's a few places you can keep track of us and stay up to date on the common sense uh, throughout the week, between episodes, all that good stuff. First place would be where we are currently live streaming, and that would be Facebook. Head on over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall and like our page. You're going to get updates, all the good stuff through there. Uh, so make sure you head on over, like our page. We are still on Facebook for now. We're still going live on Facebook for now. It's just one of those things, and I'm not going to get into all those things. But please like our page. Share it with your friends, too. That's what we need a little more of. Spread the word. Spread the common sense uh, through Facebook. You can also follow, share, retweet, do all the things on Twitter. And that would be at TellTheWallPod, at TellTheWallPod, or at Magic Muppet, which is my own personal Twitter account. You're going to get a ton of common sense, ton of ridiculous stuff uh, throughout the week on both both of those Twitter accounts. Uh, so please, please follow those, like our tweets, do the things, do whatever it is you do on Twitter. You know, I know you're out there following all the other idiots that are on Twitter, so follow us, follow some idiots here at Tell the Wall Pod. Uh, so please, please, please do that as well. And of course, we are on YouTube. Head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe, share it with your friends. We have been causing quite a bit of a stir on YouTube lately. Uh, apparently, I angered some fans, and in fact, we even... For the first time yet, which I'm surprised it took that long, considering how, how kind of how we lean on this podcast, uh, we, we're, we're getting called fake news now, as a matter of fact, over on YouTube. And it's funny, pertaining to, like, other YouTube, it's like, come on. Like, like come on. Is it, is it fake, or are you just throwing terms around because you listen to The Orange Menace on a daily basis? Let's be realistic here. Nonetheless, we are on YouTube. Uh, like I said, search Go Tell to the Wall. Subscribe, like, share the videos, view the videos. Tell us how terrible they are. Tell me how it's fake news. That's all good, too. Uh, and, of course, most importantly, of all those things I just mentioned, of all of them, would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, www.SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Head on over there. That's going to take you to all those things I just mentioned, as well as multiple places that you can subscribe and listen to the podcast. And in addition, you're going to find some blog posts up there, and you're going to find uh, some additional images and stuff that doesn't go up, like literally doesn't go up anywhere else. Uh, so check us out there as well. Again, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. And I'm going to tease it a little bit now. There's nothing up there just yet, but if you're into discounts, that's right. If you like discounts, uh, you're going to want to be bookmarking SeanO'RourkeLive.com, heading back there often and checking us out. Uh, because there's new stuff heading going up there in addition to all those things I just mentioned, uh, which which could or could not be some discounts. Uh, so so check us out there, SeanOrourkeLive.com. Uh, and that's also going to take you to our Patreon page, which is extremely important. Up here, you can, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we have uh, we have a bunch of our, our large, large, not like large, physically large, but our, our larger supporters uh, who have contributed larger 
sums financially to the show. Uh, so you can go on there. You can become a patron, and you can also contribute to our Indiegogo campaign, which is still living and live and all of the good stuff. So uh, go to all those places. Bookmark Sean, the, the best thing to do is just bookmark SeanOR'WorkLive.com. Head back often. Check in. That's where you're going to get a lot of updates and all the good stuff and exclusive content that you're not going to see anywhere else. Exclusive. It's like it's it's public. It's just not posted on the social platforms or any any of those things. Uh, before I forget, been trying to do this top of the show as much as possible. Beer this week. Oh, beer this week. That's right. Every week we have a new beer. And I'm starting to hit a point where we're not going to have a new beer necessarily every week, but simply just just because we're getting through too many of them, and it's becoming difficult at times to find new beers. Uh, but this one we have not had on the podcast before. This is a tasty little brew from 21st Amendment Brewery. That's right, 21st Amendment Brewery, and it is their brew brew free or or die brew free or die IPA. Clearly, a play on. Uh, uh, just go look it up if you don't know what it's play on. Uh, but I will get into a little bit of the brewery. It's 21st Amendment Brewery. They're actually out of San Francisco. They've been around since the year 2000. And if you don't know where 21st Amendment Brewery got their name, it's actually based on the 21st Amendment of the Constitution when they repealed, uh, oh my gosh, when they re- repealed whatever that was called, <laughs> where you couldn't get alcohol. There was a while in this country you couldn't get alcohol, and that, that's how speakeasies popped up and all that other good stuff. So the founders of 21st Amendment Brewing, uh, Brewery, God, back to that. brewing or brewery. Just let's settle on, it's one or the other for everyone. You're either a, you're either brewery or you're brewing. None, I digress, getting a little tangented already at the top of the show. Uh, but they, they came up with that, which is a nice little play on words. And it is also a tasty beer. It's definitely an IPA. Like this is, there's no question on this one. It's not like the hazies and stuff we've had on here or some other IPA. This is an IPA. This is like having a stone IPA or a lot of other true IPAs out there. So if you like IPAs, uh, you'll probably like this one. They also have plenty of other brews out there. You can find them really anywhere. I I imagine you can find them outside of California. You can definitely find them all up and down California because I see them quite a bit in all the stores here, like including like grocery stores and Target and stuff. So you can pick this up. Uh, They have another real tasty one called Hell or High Watermelon. So you might want to check that one out as well if you're not super into the IPAs, um, you know, or if you're into those kind of fruitier slightly fruitier beers it's very similar to like the melon cart from from golden road for those of you that are familiar with that one so check them out 21st amendment brewery see i'm doing it already uh brewing brewery <laughs> we just settle on something brewers uh brewery and their uh brew free or die ipa so check them out uh just one thing just a little caveat at the top of the show i'm always very open about uh mental health awareness and my own personal struggles with mental illness and all of the challenges that come with that. And I just want to let everyone know it's been a bit of a challenge for me personally lately. And I'm doing my best to power through all of these shows and all this content and all this extra stuff that goes up there. Uh, But it has been a bit of a challenge. And, you know, I'm always forthright with this because I, I truly, truly believe in and diminishing that stigma around mental health and mental illness. And we've really made strides over the past five to 10 years and and we continue to make strides. Uh, But this is why I'm always very, very forthcoming with it. And more importantly, it's for anyone out there that might be dealing with that. And and just so you know, it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to, to, to have anxiety, to be depressed, to have that extra, you know, stress, it really is the wrong word, but that that's what leads to it and that depression and anxiety. And that that's personally, that's a little bit of what I've been dealing with lately, uh, just in general. So it's been a bit of a task to get in the studio. It's been a bit of a task to, to kind of get through all this stuff and make sure we have content and make sure everything's getting updated on the website and all that good stuff. Uh, but have no fear. We are continuing moving forward. It's not going to come out so much in the show, but I just like to be forthright about it for all of the listeners out there because it is extremely important to me uh, and it should be extremely important to you whether you suffer from some kind of mental health problem or a mental illness it it should be important to you because I've said it before and I will say it again even if you don't suffer from anything there is like a 99.9% chance there's someone that you know closely that is dealing with something in within that realm of mental illness so, so please always keep that in mind have some compassion for god's sake speaking of not having compassion let's get into some social media oh boy speaking of not having compassion the first thing we're going to talk about in social media this week uh would be a trending hashtag it's trending across all of the social platforms specifically on twitter and that would be hashtag puerto rico death toll 
That's right. Hashtag Puerto Rico death toll. This is not one of the happy-go-lucky social media topics that I usually like to talk about, but it needs to be talked about because of what's happening right now and what has been happening for almost a year. We're like days away from a year of since Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, and that's where this comes into comes into play is we have the supposed president of our country, the Orange Menace, uh, who came out and he's denying the the death toll count from Puerto Rico. And in fact, to the point where he is blaming Democrats for putting out fake news to make him look bad for his response in Puerto Rico. The good thing about this and the reason this hashtag is trending is people are seeing through his bullshit. For once, people are seeing through his bullshit, and I think even people on his side of the aisle are seeing through that bullshit uh, and hopefully no, realizing how ridiculous this is. Uh, and, and I will tell you, it it is ridiculous that we even have to talk about this. We've hit that point. I talked about at the top of the show, fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. We just throw this term around. No, no, calm down. This is, this is statistically backed up. That's how it is. It's statistically backed up. And because of this, we're hearing stories of people who have lost their loved ones, who have literally watched their loved ones die in Puerto Rico because of lack of aid down there. No power, no water, no access to medications, any of that kind of stuff. And that's why people are dying. People have died and people continue to die because we, st we still haven't really helped them out considering that they are U.S. citizens. Anyone who is a citizen of Puerto Rico is actually a U.S. citizen. It's, it's, it's crazy that people just deny that and or don't realize it, but that is the case. We're leaving Americans down there on an island to fend for themselves with no power and no real aid from their own country. Think about that, wall fans and common censors. I will point out there are a couple of uh, Republican candidates from Florida. Rick Perry was one of them, and I believe there was a, at least one more that came out and, and has gone in opposition to the Orange Menace and said, no, this is crazy. We, we want to stand with Puerto Rico and blah, blah. I'm not going to get into all their different quotes. But I will bring this up before you say, oh, wow, maybe Republicans are actually seeing the light and they're not just following the Orange Menace and his, you know, what, he, what his agenda is. No, you see, they are all facing elections coming up here. Uh, between now and November, anytime between now and November, they're all facing elections. And a large part of the population in Florida, especially South Florida, is Puerto Rican. So really, do we know for sure they don't have compassion? No. But do we live in a world now, in a country now, where we have to be cynical about this and realize that they're, re they're just going for the votes? Yeah. Unfortunately, we do, and I still don't think Rick Perry or any of those other GOP politicians have any compassion whatsoever for Puerto Rico or for anyone else in this country, for that matter, because they're just not showing it. If they if they did have compassion and they cared about the citizens of this country, they would be doing something about the Orange Menace. That's plain and simple. Plain and simple. Ugh. Ugh. All right, more social media news. People are losing their minds. So uh, Willie Nelson announced recently... He's going to play a concert for the great Beto O'Rourke at a rally in Austin coming up here very, very soon. And of course, what has happened is all of these Republicans, much like they did with Nikes, I'm still waiting for them to do, do this with their Ford trucks. I think Ford trucks were like, the, that was the line. They're like, like <laughs> can't light my truck on fire, and what else am I going to drive, you know? However, they are going after Willie Nelson. Uh, because he is going to play a concert for Beto O'Rourke. And actually, I, in doing some some research, there's more of those finger quotes out there, some research on this story, I found out Willie Nelson's actually never played a concert for any kind of political candidate. He just hasn't done it. But he is doing it for Beto O'Rourke. Uh, he has met with Beto and stands by a lot of the things that Beto O'Rourke stands for, and that's why he's going to be doing this for a political candidate. Now, of course, everyone's losing their minds, and they're not going to listen to Willie Nelson anymore because he's playing a concert. And this is what's crazy, about, like, it's just so crazy about this. Because I can get it to an extent with the whole Nike thing. If you're, really, you're, you're dumb and you're ignorant, but if you're that offended by Colin Kaepernick and you truly believe that he's not patriotic and that Nike is putting an unpatriotic spokesperson out there as ridiculous as as it is i kind of get it however with willie not like do you, do you think beto is the devil like i just i don't it's crazy to me it's utterly crazy to me that they're jumping on willie nelson like this and the other thing is if we invoke a little common sense here 
Uh, Willie Nelson is a country singer, and you would think, oh, like, Jesus Christ, look at Toby fucking Keith. Oh, God, that guy's a stain of a human being for the way he talks, but, you know, he's a country singer. Oh, clearly, they must be bigoted Republicans, right? No, no, no. Uh, Willie Nelson, despite being a country singer, uh, is a huge pothead. (laughs) Just, he is. He's a huge admitted pothead, and he's also a bit of a hippie. So can you be that surprised that he he has thrown his support behind a candidate like Beto O'Rourke? I'm, I, that that's just it's like common sense. What, do is this really even a big discussion? Were you really surprised? Are you burning all your Willie Nelson CDs or tapes? I don't know whatever you use. Uh, maybe burn your MP3. Pl- like that's that what you do these days? You can't even really burn CDs and records anymore because everything's digital. I don't. I like I have like two CDs in in this entire house. I think there's like two in the studio, and that's just like special edition stuff. I have one from from the great band give me motion and like a couple other just random cds that sit there uh because they're kind of special edition i can't bring myself to throw them away but outside of that everything is digital so i guess they're gonna be burning their mp3 players that have willie nelson on them uh because really it's just like there's something about like burning stuff like their nikes and everything and it's just it's not as cool to film when you're just clicking delete on a computer or something delete f you willie nelson delete yeah, doesn't work as well. You gotta light something on fire. Still waiting for those trucks to be lit on fire. Uh, <laughs> you know, all you, all you crazy anti-Nike people boycotting. Whatever. Let's move on. Uh, another hashtag. This one's actually funny. This one I enjoyed, uh, and I think it just started popping up like today. And that would be hashtag bad things for a doctor to say. That's right. Hashtag bad things for a doctor to say. Now. If you search this one, I'm going to warn you. Some people got a little serious. There is some pro-life, pro-choice back and forth on there. I'm not talking about that. I'm really just looking at funny stuff when it comes to bad things for a doctor to say. Uh, And I will tell you, Jim T. Jim T. posted on Twitter today, hashtag bad things for a doctor to say, check your bowel movements for the next few days. I've lost my watch. That's right. Hashtag bad things for a doctor to say. I don't want to hear a doctor saying that to me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'm not quite at the age where I have to get the regular prostate exam, but <laughs> no. Don't be losing your watch anywhere up in there. Please, please, please. Uh, but check that one out. It's funny. Just just fair warning. You're going to get into some serious stuff like we do with, with a lot of these hashtags. Is You're going to get some serious stuff. It's, it's just going to happen. So uh, moving along. This one, I do want to get a little bit... It's, there's some comedy behind this, but I want to get a little bit serious with a trend that's been floating around for quite a while right now. We haven't talked about it on the pod. I haven't talked about it on the YouTube channel, any of that stuff. But we finally need to talk about it. And that would be hashtag invisibility challenge. You may have seen this. I actually hadn't really paid full attention to it. I'd seen a little bit of it. And people, it's all about, uh, just to give you the gist of it, it's you, you're pretending someone's invisible. But what happened was a lot of people were playing tricks on kids and making kids believe that they are invisible. And in fact, there's like these older, there's videos floating around like crazy. There's these older brothers uh, that did this to their younger brother, uh, older, uh, you know, older siblings. Uh, maybe, it, I don't know specifically if they're brothers. They, they're, it lo- you know, looks like family members, friends, older friends, maybe an older sibling, older brother and his friends or whatever. And they do this to the kid. And the kid just loses it. Loses it because he thinks he's invisible. He thinks something went wrong. And he thinks he's invisible and starts to cry. And what is the kid's reaction to him crying? Literally, if you watch this video, I watched like five seconds and I was done. Uh, they all say, take a picture, take a picture, take a picture. To then embarrass the hell out of this poor kid who's probably being scarred for life. We have to keep that in mind when we do stuff like this. Anybody, when these trends happen on social media, they're not always good for you. They're not always good for kids. And this invisibility challenge is a perfect example of we shouldn't be playing terrible tricks on children and then filming it and putting it on social platforms. There's just there's literally no excuse for that. I can't see any kind of excuse for tormenting children and putting it on social media. Uh, It's just it's just not worth it. So stop out there. If you're doing these invisibility, I can't even say it. If you're doing the hashtag invisibility challenge, knock it off. Just knock it off. You know, you want to get drunk and do it with like your, you know, if you're if you're an adult and you want to do it like that's one thing. Let's not scar children for the rest of their lives. I swear to God, every social media challenge that comes out that has come out the past couple of years is terrible. It's terrible. The only the only decent one I can think of is the ice bucket challenge. 
Outside of that, everything's terrible. You know, we're gonna we're gonna lay on a lay as a flat board sitting over here, which actually isn't really well. <laughs> I saw some dangerous ones on those. You know, or the Tide Pod Challenge, or that uh, that Kiki Challenge, whatever the hell that. Well, I still don't. I I mean, I understand that people are getting out of cars, but I don't. I still don't know who Kiki is, and I really just don't care. I don't care who Kiki is. If you do, that's that's great. You know, love Kiki or do dance about Kiki and. I don't even know. Is it something about uh, asking her if she loves you? I don't know. Is Kiki even a female or male? I don't even know what a Kiki is. Kiki. All I think about is Coco the Gorilla when I hear that. Uh, Jesus, no offense if your name is Kiki. Please, God, just <laughs> calm down with the hate mail. I know people are, my name is Kiki. What do you mean, Coco? I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't care to get it. Oh, let's move on to some TV, film, and books. New documentary coming out. Uh, this is actually a Netflix documentary, I believe. Nobody quote me on that. Chris, uh, hold me honest on that one if I'm wrong. I believe it's a Netflix documentary, and it's called uh, Swiped. Swiped. You might be able to figure out what this is a documentary about. This is about dating in the digital age. Digital dating. Tinder and, uh, what is it, like Match.com, and uh, I'm sure there's other ones out there uh, that I, uh, yeah. I don't know all these dating sites, but I know. Oh, I do know FarmersOnly.com because uh, you don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Yeah, they they advertise a lot on a terrible like syndicated sitcom channel I watch here in Los Angeles. Uh, so I do know that's a dating site, and you know there's a ton of them out there. So it's all about these dating sites, uh, and I, I'm sure specifically Tinder uh, because Tinder was you know Match and all those like d online dating really has it's been around since the 90s. It just it took off a few years ago, and then Tinder turned it into kind of this like this hookup thing. I don't even like I don't even know if people get actual relationships off of Tinder, or they just get like random dates or what. I don't know. I will say that this documentary does not paint digital dating in a good light. It, it, it's I don't want to say it's fully negative, but it it talks about mainly the downsides of digital dating through something like Tinder or any any of those other sites. Uh, who knows? I don't know if this thing's going to be any good. I find it really interesting. I really do because, you know, dating dating is ever ever evolving. <laughs> you know, uh, there used to be kind of like a gosh, standards, you know, for dating where it was, you know, you had to do all the things and it was, you know, you're courting someone and, and then it was just like dating and then, you know, the digital age came in and it's this whole new thing. Uh, fortunately for myself, I <laughs> don't have any personal experience with this, uh, you know, online dating, and, and I believe Tinder existed when I was single. Uh, personally, I just never, I don't think there's anything wrong with using it. If you have success with it and you enjoy using it, continue to use it by all means. I just, I feel fortunate for myself that I never had to deal with that stuff because I just, I don't, I, I don't have the patience or, and just, you don't know who you're meeting or, or anything. Thank you, Chris. It's actually an HBO documentary. HBO documentary. It is not a Netflix documentary. Just had Netflix in my mind. I feel like Netflix just has like everything, uh, but it's an HBO documentary called Swiped. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any personal experience to to kind of look at it. I do think it's interesting. I will probably check it out. Do what you will with that information. I just found it interesting. Oh man, Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald and the Tonight Show actually specifically this week. Norm Macdonald. If you're not familiar with this. Uh, you should be familiar with him. He's a comedian. He was on SNL for a very long time. He's actually very funny. I enjoyed him uh, a lot on SNL back in the 90s. I thought he was very funny. Uh, he came out and made some inappropriate comments about the Me Too movement. You know, not ridiculous. I'm not going to... We're not talking, like, terribly sexist remarks. Just ignorant remarks and, and insensitive remarks around the hashtag Me Too movement. And because of that, he got a lot of backlash. And in fact, he was scheduled to be on The Tonight Show this week. And The Tonight Show canceled his appearance that day. The day of his appearance, it was canceled. Uh, and, and it got even worse. He tried to apologize and decided it would be appropriate to, uh, to make a comment. And in his comment, it involved... Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to say this. Minimizing Down Syndrome... Like, because he wasn't really making fun of it, but he was using it very inappropriately, uh, a disease that is Down syndrome, and, and really just digging himself deeper and deeper into a hole, 
And I'm pretty sure Norm MacDonald is just going to kind of uh, disappear from the face of the earth. <laughs> so, see, you, Norm, you're funny in the 90s, but, uh, you know, you can't be hateful and expect to, to be successful these days. You just can't. Unless you're hating on bigots and Nazis. <laughs> you know, then you, I mean, continue to do that, wall fans and common sensors. Definitely hate on bigots and Nazis. Oh, Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong. If you're not familiar with Ken Jeong, he was on Community. He was also one of the stars in The Hangover. <laughs> he's ridiculously funny in The Hangover and The Hangover 2. I'm sure he's in The Hangover 3. I never got around to seeing that piece of junk. Uh, Hangover 2 really wasn't even that great. The Hangover's fantastic, but he was in those. Uh, and a little background on him, he's actually an, an MD. He went and got his doctorate and was a medical doctor before actually becoming an actor. And now he's a very successful actor, and he's, he's out everywhere. You, you know, you should, If you're not familiar with him, definitely... Google, YouTube, all those things. He's in the news recently, uh, specifically this week, and I debated putting this one in the social, the social section because it does involve a hashtag, and a hashtag that is trending right now. Trending, I don't know how trending it is. Somewhat trending would be Ken hashtag Ken for Superman, Ken for Superman, and in fact Ken Jong himself weighed in on this and said that he already has a cape and is prepared to play Superman. If you're not familiar with the background on this, Henry Cavill, who was playing Superman in Justice League, and Chris will give me all the movies. He was in a few movies as Superman, uh, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, and whatever other films he was recently in uh, after he was cast as Superman. He's leaving the Superman franchise. There's been a lot of talk of who is going to take over for him in the Superman franchise, because obviously DC is not abandoning this. DC and Warner Brothers not abandoning the Superman franchise. Uh, so I doubt Ken Jeong will be uh, be playing Superman. Nothing. I think he's very funny. Nothing against him as an actor. And honestly, it has nothing to do with him being Asian. It's just they tend with these superheroes. Uh, they tend to they t you know superheroes that are those kind of like you know Superman and Batman and stuff. Like they tend to have these guys that are really tall and really built and you know and maybe Ken Jeong can do that. But I'm not holding my breath that he's going to be the new Superman. However, it is a lot of fun. It's fun to have fun with these kind of things and make these hashtags trending. Uh, apparently, there was a John Cho hashtag that was trending like a year ago. They were trying to get John Cho in as one of the Marvel characters in, in one of the Avengers Marvel character. You know, in the Marvel uh, Marvel universe. Jeez, Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. I am smart sometimes. I do know things occasionally. It's very rare, but I am able to pull stuff out of my head without the help of our stats and information producer, Chris. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, yeah, Batman vs. Superman. Man of Steel, that's the third one I was missing that was with Henry Cavill. Because uh, he, he, there was another Superman that was like early 2000s, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I do know, I know his face well because he's actually, he stars in Legends of Tomorrow now. Which I always joke about. I'm like, they just take, like, you just get these super, like, and it happens. We got Ryan Reynolds, we got uh, uh, Chris Evans, like, a lot of these guys play a superhero and they're not, don't do that great as that specific superhero. And then they find a second new life as, as a different superhero. I mean, Chris, uh, Chris Evans is probably the best example of that. Maybe, you know, you could argue Ryan Reynolds. I might argue Ryan Reynolds, but Chris Evans did a couple of movies as a different Marvel Cinematic Universe hero uh, and then shifted into much more success as, as Captain America. Oh. oh, so Modern Family. Modern Family. You Modern Family fans out there? Do we got some? Like, uh, We must. I mean, it's a great show. It, it kind of goes up and down. I, fi I find that for me personally, just me personally, like there's fantastic episodes and some episodes I watch, I'm like, eh, okay. Overall, very, very, very funny show. I've been watching it since the beginning. I was actually at Disney when Modern Family launched on ABC. Uh, and we had the priv I personally and myself and many others had the privilege of of seeing the pilot before it actually went to and like I was five minutes in the pilot. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be a fantastic show. Sure enough, took off, has done really well for something like 10, 10 seasons or so. And uh, we got some news from the I believe they're probably starting their 10th season. This might be their 10th season that, that they're starting in end of September, whatever that like week is that that. All of the shows, you know, all the fall shows premiere. But we did get some news from one of the co-creators of Modern Family. Uh, and they have said that there's someone on the show, someone who is a significant character. That's in quotes, significant character, 
because I don't know how significant, uh, that is going to die this season. He's going to pass away on the show this season. So we got that kind of news. Do with that news what you will. I thought about it, and I went, well, most likely Ed O'Neill, who's kind of the patriarch of that family, That you know, that's kind of the highest likelihood if you're doing bets in Vegas as to which character they're going to kill off. That would probably be the one. He just happens to be the patriarch of the family. He happens, I mean, I, I imagine the oldest character of the main significant characters on the show. However, it's television. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, so it could just it could be anybody at this point. Uh, apologies if that's really a spoiler for you, but it's all over the freaking news. I mean, Entertainment Weekly picked it up. Variety picked it, like everyone's got it. You're, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to miss. Uh, but unfortunately, we are going to see a character leave Modern Family at some point this season. Who knows when? Who knows who? Nobody except the creators of the show, uh, and pr- probably it's, you know the cast and part of the crew and and all that good stuff because they're going to be prepping for it over the next few months, uh, I'm sure. And Chris probably knows this. Modern Family, I, I imagine they have at least one or two episodes in the bag at this point. But uh, Chris, Chris is much more familiar with uh, with television shooting schedules <laughs> than myself. I just, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, we got some news from Kevin Smith. The great and powerful Kevin Smith. Yes. You tell him I'm a bit of a Kevin Smith fan? I am. I love the Jersey Trilogy. I love everything in the VOSQ universe. I just, I do. Kevin Smith is the reason I went to film school many, many years ago. He actually teased something a couple months ago. uh, And I follow him on Twitter. So I'd seen it pretty quickly that uh, that he had, he'd, he had gotten, he was getting one of the biggest IPs that he's ever worked with. IP, for those of you not familiar with it, intellectual property. So, like, an IP would be um, the Avengers for Marvel and for Disney. Like, that's an, that's an intellectual property is the Avengers or, specific, like, Captain America, you know, uh, Captain Marvel, any of those characters. Those are IP. So, he teased that he had, he had gotten a hold of one of the biggest IPs, been hired basically to work with one of the biggest IPs he ever had in his entire life. Now, of course, people went crazy a couple months ago, and they assumed that this would be something in the Marvel Universe or something in the Star Wars Universe, uh, simply because he, he kind of fits really well into that. He's, he's a geeky guy, no, very knowledgeable in comic books, and in fact has written uh, com- a few different comic books and has also directed episodes of, I know, Supergirl and also The Flash, there could be, I, and I, I want to say that uh, Arrow, which is another, uh, that's a DC comic book show, not positive on Arrow, but I'm 100% positive on Supergirl and The Flash. He has directed episodes of those shows. So a lot of people ran with this, assuming that it would be a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie of some kind, you know, especially with the Star Wars movies that they're, well, <laughs> they're throwing out there and then bringing back and throwing it. Hey, we're going to do this. What are we going to do? So everyone kind of assumed that. We did get some news this week, though. We still don't know exactly what it is, but his secret project is a TV series and not a movie. It's a TV series. Still, one of the biggest IPs he has ever worked with, but not an actual film. It's going to be an actual TV series. And I'll be following this closely simply because I'm a Kevin Smith fan. Uh, But we'll see. Could be some big news coming down from Kevin Smith, and, and it's great that that they're giving him a bigger project to work with. I'm just, I'm really happy about that because I think he has talent and really can direct anything. It's just, he directs his own stuff, which is very niche and, and, and plays to a certain audience. But if he needs to play to a broader audience, I think he's absolutely capable of doing so. And I'm sure we're going to see that with this secret project that's coming out soon. Uh, so look forward to that. Some news from Kevin Smith. We'll keep up with it on the podcast, of course, because, you know, that's what we do. Uh, we got a little bit of sports news this week. Oh, Chris, I'm glad you're on. We got a little bit of sports news. NFL. Oh, yeah. Still haven't been watching the NFL. Uh, I think I did. No, I didn't. I'm trying to think if I've watched any of it. I have not watched any of it. <laughs> In fact, on Monday, uh, I, I was like sitting by myself, and I still didn't watch Monday Night Football. And that was even like the home team here in Los Angeles that was playing Monday Night Football. So I'm still not watching the NFL. Following it a little bit. I got I play a little fantasy football, so I'm trying to trying to keep up on that and really that I do that to socialize with my friends I you know not so worried about actually following all the minutia that is football NFL football especially uh, so nonetheless we did get some news from the NFL regarding their anthem policy we talked about this on the podcast go back and listen if you know they were implementing a new new anthem policy uh, and then they took they they said we're not going to roll that out just yet well we did get official news this week that uh, it was kind of breaking last week, but really officially happened this week, that the NFL is not going to implement 
any national anthem policy in the league this year. So we're not going to see anything this year. Obviously, is this the end of it? No. No, it's not. It's not the end of it by any means, uh, but we're not really going to see any kind of policy in place to force players to stand for the anthem, to force them to have to sit in the locker room, whatever else it might be. We're not going to see any of that this year. But, of course, the argument will continue. The Orange Menace will continue to tweet about something else, and <laughs> that's going to happen, you know, which is great. I have a feeling the NFL knew. They're like, ah, we're, not, we're just not going to do it this year. We're not going to do it this year. We'll, we'll kind of announce it. And then the Nike ad came out, and it was because I guarantee it was kind of like, oh, it's kind of quiet. No one's really worrying about the social injustice protests, the racial injustice protests. Oh. And then Nike's like, 30th anniversary of Just Do It, bam! And you're like, oh, okay, well now now we probably got to at least say something about it. That's what the NFL did. Uh, and sure enough, we're not going to see anything about it this year. Do with it what you will. I'm still not really watching. I mean, I, you know, honestly, I'll probably watch a little bit here and there. I'm, I'm, but I'm not watch. I'm not sitting down to watch football the way I used to, uh, NFL or college. I'm just. I'm not doing it. I haven't watched. I did watch like five minutes of college football uh, the other day. In fact, my brother-in-law was here, Dante, and and I was like, oh, I'm not trying to watch football. And he's like, eh, it's college, you know. Let's just. And I was like, you know, that's true. And I was watching like a smaller college game. I wasn't watching like USC or Alabama or anything. So I was watching like kids. True kids that probably aren't getting paid just yet and all that good stuff. Uh, and do with it what you will. I'm not calling for a boycott of the NFL. Don't want that. You know, none of that stuff. That's just me personally. I'm just over it. I'm over it. Guys can beat the hell out of their girlfriends or wives and they get suspended two games. Julian Edelman takes a supplement that's not even banned and they can't figure out what's wrong. And he's suspended four games. Here's the thing. I don't think either of those things should be okay. However, if you're going to tell them, if, if you make me pick which is worse... Someone beating, physically assaulting their wife or girlfriend or taking a supplement that could be construed as something that's not allowed in the league. If you've ever listened to this podcast, you know where I stand between those two and which one is more important. There's no question about that. And I will leave it at that because I get a little too emotional when it comes to domestic abuse. That's just a fact of the matter. Edelman was absolutely robbed, Chris. <laughs> Our stats and information producer, Chris Hassong, is also a Patriots fan, so he takes it a little personally, much like myself. Julian Edelman is one of my favorite football players ever. I just I love the guy. I think he's fantastic uh, as a as a person and as a player. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to touch this. Like, oh, my notes are just a little hot here. Uh, something happened with Serena Williams last weekend. Go look it up. I'm not going to talk about it. Go look it up. Leave it at that. And the great Boston Red Sox, the best baseball team in major league baseball as of last night and did they win tonight chris they were winning when i stepped in the studio as of last night had have won 100 games in a season for the first time since 1946 first time since 1946 the red sox have won 100 games in a season and they did it last night and they still got uh 15, 16 games to go. I would have to look. Uh, and Sox won there at 101 games as of the recording of this podcast. Uh, so congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. I'm um, really happy to see that. But as we know, we've dealt with this with the Patriots and other teams have dealt with this. It's meaningless if you don't bring home that World Series title. So we'll be watching them in the playoffs coming up here soon. You're probably going to see a lot more Boston Red Sox gear happening on me because it's a big season for the Sox. And I love me some Red Sox baseball. I love baseball in general, and I just I love the Red Sox. So we'll be talking about it. Let's get into a little bit of tech. Oh, tech is like all over the place this week. It's all over the place. Bear with me. It'll be okay. So we got some news. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Not the movies, not the comic books, but the video game. I believe this came out on PlayStation. I am not real familiar with video games unless it's like a classic <laughs> NES game or something. It's not real familiar, but I have seen it popping up all around social media and stuff, and people are freaking out about the Spider-Man game, which apparently is a fantastic game on PlayStation 4. I don't know. I can't speak to that specifically. I can speak to what was originally a little bit of an Easter egg, within the Spider-Man game on PlayStation 4. So there was a guy months and months and months ago, maybe even as much as a year ago, who had reached out to the team behind Spider-Man and had asked if there was any way they could put an Easter egg in there that said, and I quote, Madison, will you marry me? 
Well, the game developer developers got a hold of this, and they actually did it. In fact, if you're if you play the Spider-Man game, there is a movie theater or a theater marquee. I don't know for sure if it's a movie theater or if it's a a live show theater. There is a theater marquee with the words "Maddie, will you marry me?" and it's actually in the game. We go to find out after the release of the game that that gentleman who had asked to, to have this Easter egg in the game actually broke up with his girlfriend <laughs> a couple months ago. And then the game comes out, and people see this, and he has to see it. Maddie, will you marry me? Now, of course, and I, 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 I do want to stipulate something on this. Uh, well, two things. <coughs> it's likely going to get fixed. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Apologies, something stuck in my throat. Oh, boy. Uh, it's likely going to get fixed with a patch. It's when they send out updates to games. Uh, and you're probably not going to see it on the marquee at some point here. But there has been a little bit of, well, there was some backlash. And then we did get a little bit of a clarification, specifically from Maddie or Madison. What happened was he came out, the guy who had requested this came out and said that she dumped him for his brother. That was kind of all the information we got. Well, of course, people on social media and social platforms and all those things, they tracked her down and started getting on her about breaking up with this guy. Oh, the poor guy, the poor guy. Well, of course, she puts out a statement talking about how the relationship had not been good for quite a while and specifically that she was more of a more of a uh, Chris, have fun with that one. She was more of a mother to him as opposed to a girlfriend, the way she had to take care of him and everything. This guy is definitely. Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Chris, have fun with that one. Oh, oh, we're getting some <laughs> we're getting some feedback on the live feed, and I love it. Uh, so we did get some clarification from Madison Maddie. I don't know what she specifically likes to go by, and I will tell you if you're somebody that was giving her a hard time about this, knock it off because it's not appropriate. Regardless, it's none of our business. So we did get a little bit of a clarification on that. It's going to be removed with a patch, and even if she had dumped him, like it's none of our business. It's just none of our business at all by any means uh and so we shouldn't be doing that but i did find it amusing you know and uh and <laughs> live feed apologies for those of you only listening to the audio <laughs> and i found it funny i wasn't finding humor in heartbreak there but i did find it funny that this easter egg was in there and it was just there was nothing actually to it Nothing actually to it. I'm sorry, I can't even pronounce your name. I, I would give you a shout out on the live feed, although you're amusing me. Uh, so, a little more tech news. We're getting uh, getting kind of short on time here, so I might have to blow through some of these. Little more in little more in tech news. Windows is doing something a little shady here. Microsoft and Windows, a little bit shady here. So apparently, on Windows right now. If, and this would, I imagine the most updated version of Windows, Windows 10 and everything else. Uh, if you go to install uh, Chrome, which would, which is a, that's the Google browser, or Firefox, I don't know who owns Firefox. If you go to install one of those two browsers on your computer, which is funny because I'm sitting in front of a Microsoft Surface right now using Windows, and, and everything I have in front of me is actually on Google Chrome. But if you try to install one of those on your Microsoft machine now, if you have a most updated, you know, the most updated version of Windows, what it's going to do is it's going to pop up an error message. And the error message specifically tells you that Microsoft Edge is already installed on this computer and is much safer than Google Chrome or Firefox. And you should use Microsoft Edge instead. Now, of course, it doesn't stop you from installing those. It gives you this weird. Oh, thank you. Mozilla owns Firefox. Uh, that's who I was trying to, I, I, I knew, I knew it. Uh, so it will let you continue to actually install those browsers, but it's giving you this weird error message. And I guarantee there's people out there that are going to see that error message. And especially with the day and age that we live in where you get pop-ups and stuff on your computer and spam and all this other good stuff, you know, that are going to go, ah, no, I'm going to use Microsoft edge instead. <laughs> Despite the fact that, yeah, it, is edge likely safer on a Microsoft on any kind of Microsoft hardware? Probably. It's proprietary to Microsoft hardware. However, 
If you like using Google Chrome, continue using Google Chrome. Continue using Firefox. I've never used Firefox myself. I know people that have. I, I'm a Chrome user. I like having everything just across my devices. I'm an Android user. So, like, in fact, I do a lot of show research on my tablet and on my phone. And then I just have it right there. Like, it's literally connected, especially through Chrome, but it, through many other apps on, uh, on my computer and my phone as well. So, I like, I like having that. So, don't, don't be swayed. Don't be swayed by those. Just know that they're really trying to get a lot of support behind Microsoft Edge, which as much as I'm a Microsoft user, as much as I'm a Microsoft user, I've never used Edge. I, I haven't used Edge, I, and I'm not saying it's bad. I just haven't used Edge myself. I am a, a, uh, a Google Chrome user. Uh, I don't want to butcher your name, but make sure you head on over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's because I feel like, uh, I feel like you would enjoy many of these live feeds. Um, gosh, I, and, and you can maybe send me a message with the pronunciation of your name and no disrespect. I it just, I don't want to butcher it. You know, I, I do this a lot of times with names. I, I hate to butcher a name. I'd rather just not actually say it than butcher a name that's hard to pronounce. Uh, and trust me, this is coming from the guy named Sean, who is often called Seen, quite often. And don't even get me started on my last name, despite the fact that there is a very rabid, uh, progressive candidate down there in Texas. People still can't pronounce my last name. It's O'Rourke, fools. Don't be a dork. Pronounce O'Rourke correctly. <laughs> and, the, and it rhymes with dork. And we got more tech news, more tech news. This is something interesting from I news out of iTunes and Apple. This is something I've known for quite a while, but it's just it's a reminder, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because there was a guy tweeting his responses from Apple. His responses from Apple is your name Sean Hunter? Well, we got a Sean Hunter on here, but your name is showing up differently there, and I don't want to butcher the name that's up there. Uh, and he was sharing his responses with Apple as he was dealing with customer support. What happened was he had purchased a film on iTunes. And then iTunes and or Apple had stopped carrying that specific film. So what happened was, because he didn't have the film downloaded, it was deleted from his library despite the fact that he had paid money for this specific film. And of course, Apple customer service comes back and offers him a couple of free rentals. Because that's how that works. Imagine that. Imagine like 20 years, you know, 15, 20 years ago when we all had DVDs. Imagine some dude comes in your home takes a DVD, steals it, like leaves, comes back the next day and is like, oh, yeah, sorry I stole your DVD. Uh, here's a Blockbuster gift certificate. Is that how that works? No, it's not how it works. However, it is something that if you're aware of this industry, you knew, you know and knew could happen at any time. And that's why I will tell you, if you're paying for media on iTunes, uh, specifically like movies, songs, shows, that kind of stuff, if you really care about it, download it. You got to download it. That, that's the only way you know you're going to have it. Because if he'd had that specific movie downloaded, it would actually still play in iTunes. But because it wasn't available in the cloud anymore through iTunes, that's why he didn't have his movie anymore. So fair warning to you wall fans, common censors, Sean Hunter, make sure you download any media that is important to you through iTunes. They have these fancy little things. Cause that's it. I get it. If you, uh, if hey Spencer, if you have, don't have a big hard drive, like especially with a lot of the the Mac computers now, like the MacBook Airs, it's like a hundred gigs of, which is nothing. That's that's like four songs these days, and four songs and five photos. You know, uh, we have these handy little things. They're portable external hard drives. Like, look, I'm holding one for up for the live feed. It's in it's in its bag, but this thing's tiny. That's where you put all your media. I mean, this, this is how I get by. I, I have a, I have a couple of these. Um, obviously, I have a cloud. I have a home server, but I have a couple of these that I keep really all the podcast stuff on. Anything important uh, is also on these portable hard drives. So that's the way to do it. Even if you don't have space, don't lose your movies. Don't lose your music. Keep it all together. Ring doorbell. You own a ring doorbell out there, Chris? You guys have a ring doorbell? I don't think you do, but it's been a, maybe you got one since the last time I was at your house. Ring doorbell, fantastic. Oh, it's so fantastic to ring doorbell. And I can't speak to, because I believe Nest has like a video doorbell now, but I love my ring doorbell, and I'm actually on the the, the first generation ring doorbell. Uh, and I'm bringing it up because if you don't have one, right now, the ring video doorbell 2, which is the newest version of the doorbell, uh, the most enticing thing about this doorbell to me is 
like right now with the original ring doorbell, I actually got to take the thing off of my fence and then plug it in to charge it. They, they do have uh, nice Chris. I'm glad you did. They do have in the new version where you just pop out the battery and then you, so you can actually have two batteries. You pop out the dead battery, put the new battery in, you just have your battery charging. With mine, I got to take the thing off and charge it. I usually try to do it during the day, you know, uh, when I'm sitting at home and I can see anyone that's coming to my gate. But it's a fantastic tool. It's something you should have. You get you get it right there on your phone. Um, personally, yeah, I'm obsessed with it too, Chris. Personally, I have the Ring doorbell and I got Nest cams and some other cameras all around my house. Like, ain't nobody coming onto this property without me seeing them. No person and no cats, because <laughs> I like I, I get the cats on there too. I'm like, get get out of my yard. And I have nothing against cats. Don't, you know, cat lovers, don't send me hate mail. It's just I don't like, I have, a, I have a toddler, and I don't have any pets myself. And the cats come in my yard, and they poop. They like to take a shit right in the middle of my front yard. And then my kid goes out there to play, and she starts, you know, hasn't happened yet, but I, that's why I chase the cats out of my yard. Um, of course Bill Gates hates the ring doorbell. It's because he doesn't have a Microsoft version. And Amazon, uh, Amazon I believe, owns... Uh, uh, the Ring, all the Ring products now. Interesting little tidbit on Ring, if you weren't aware of this. Uh, Ring was actually on Shark Tank. That that ABC show Shark Tank rejected. Rejected from Shark Tank, and then they sold for like a billion dollars to Amazon. Uh, yeah, is it Amazon? Yeah, because Google owns Nest now. Like, this is what it is. You come up with these companies, and then all the competing companies, like Google owns Nest, and and uh, and Amazon owns Ring. It's a whole big thing. Oh, see that rhyming? Amazon owns Ring. It's a whole big thing. Bezos, uh, that's copyrighted. Make sure you're you're kicking me back if uh, if you're gonna use that stuff. Anyway, I've everyone hates Shark Tank. I hate Shark Tank myself. Uh, a little more tech news. Nintendo is launching a dedicated wireless NES controller, not for the NES Classic. Don't even get me started on that. Not for the NES Classic, but for the Nintendo Switch. It is for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's interesting. I'm a, I'm a little bit bitter about this. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I've got an NES Classic sitting in my living room. It comes with one NES Classic controller. One NES Classic controller. I have yet to find a second official NES controller from Nintendo that will connect to that. Now, all kinds of third party. Don't don't send me stuff like, use this one. It's third. No, I want the freaking controller. I want the NES Classic controller. But they're not making enough of them. They're impossible to find. However, they're making them for the freaking Switch, which is their newest console. Everyone's obsessed with it. The interesting thing is here, and it's funny because I've seen this positioned as there's one catch. No, there's like 18 catches. <laughs> so they come in a two-pack, these wireless controllers, but they only work with the Nintendo Switch. Not only do they only work with the Nintendo Switch, but they only work with classic Nintendo games on the Nintendo Switch. Not only... Not... Not only do they only work with classic games on the Nintendo Switch, but in order to purchase these two controllers, which will cost you $60, you need to be subscribed subscribed to their online service, which is how you actually get these classic Nintendo games. And if you're not a subscriber to the service, you literally cannot order this two-pack of controllers for $60. I don't see a lot of people ordering these. Like, I, you know, I, yeah, I don't see a lot of people ordering them. $60 for two things, and, and, and I'm not a gamer myself. I just, I don't know. Not a gamer. Never have been. Like I said, I play the NS Classic. So maybe it is well worth it for some gamers out there. I'll probably never own a Switch in my entire life. Uh, not that I think there's anything wrong with it. I'm just, I'm just not a gamer myself. Often I think maybe I should become a gamer and work on it. Because, man, a lot of dudes doing live, live streams, dudes... Dudes being anybody, not not men. A lot of dudes doing stuff on Twitch and and getting quite a lot of recognition, quite a lot of support, and all those things. Uh, and I'm just we're not on the Twitch doing the video game stuff. Hassan likes to get on there and do the video game stuff, and I'm just I'm I'm like, I don't I don't understand video games. <laughs> like, is this Mario Brothers? Is this Zelda? Beyond that, I'm I'm lost. Oh, that's somewhat beyond that. I did play some Smash Brothers. I've played me some Smash Brothers in Mario Kart. Don't, 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 let's not be ridiculous there. I feel like anyone, everyone has at least played those a little bit. All right, let's get into some common sense. I'm going to try to, try to, uh, gosh, we got like five minutes left here. I'm going to try to breeze through some of this common sense because there's a couple things that I really want to talk about. Uh, first thing would be, 
something I did not realize, but I think has been around for quite a while, and now it's coming to light because of the hurricane that is currently bearing down on the Carolinas, I believe uh, also hitting part of uh, Virginia there. Uh, so, so you know, my our, our thoughts are with everyone dealing with those hurricanes. I, I've been there as a young child. I lived in Miami, and I've been through some hurricane scares. It, it's, you know, we never lost our house or anything in hurricanes, but... Uh, but it's scary. It, it's a real scary thing. So, so our thoughts are with you. And, and please just get the hell out of town if you're in a, in a low-lying area, coastal area. Just just get out of town. Your house is not as important as your life, as your family's life, lives, whatever it might be. Just just get out of town. Make sure you're bringing your pets with you. But Airbnb actually has this thing. Uh, like I said, it's been around for a while. It's just coming really coming to light right now, where they can offer you can offer free rooms to people fleeing natural disasters right now fleeing specifically hurricane florence uh, and we have gotten word that there are well over 300 hosts from pennsylvania to alabama so really everything pennsylvania all the way down to alabama and everything in between well over 300 hosts that are offering up their airbnbs for free to anyone who has been evacuated because of Hurricane Florence. I think this is fantastic. I think it's it's a good on you Airbnb, and it's a good on you to anyone that has an Airbnb and is offering up space for free to evacuees. This is what we need more of in our country. This is what we need more of in the world. And in fact, I read this, and in my household, we have an Airbnb. And I said to my wife, I said, you know what? Make sure we go on the Airbnb site because you actually mark your airbnb as uh uh, gosh i can't i couldn't find the exact verbiage on this but you you mark that your airbnb can be used in these emergency situations and i said let's make sure ours is and especially in california you know obviously no one's evacuating uh from the east coast because of hurricane florence but i live in southern california we get a lot of fires here we we we're just just and that's what's crazy as as people in in california don't realize this but especially people outside of california We've had crazy wildfires this summer. Uh, we are actually just getting into fire season. All those, like all those crazy fires that were happening in in July and August, and geez, back in June. I mean, they're fires. It's not to diminish that the the devastation of those fires. Not to diminish the devastation. I'll meet you at Toys R Us, dude. We'll go get some NES Classic controllers. Not to diminish the devastation, but we weren't actually even into official fire season. At that point, we are now getting into fire season, uh, and that's why I will be. Uh, that's why uh, I will make sure that our Airbnb is available to anyone who's going to be evacuating because it's happening. We know the fires are coming. We had an especially dry year, and uh, and they're coming. They're coming. Hopefully, minimal. You know, no structures to minimal structures threatened, but we're just getting into fire season here. Oh man, mm, Louisiana. You know what's funny? I actually had this teed up beginning of the week, or even last week, I think. There's a mayor in Louisiana who decided to implement a ban for all of the rec centers and and, and anything having to do with, with recreational activity uh, in his city to ban Nike products. Now, not banning a kid that's coming in wearing Nike shoes. I, that's what's funny. As I read this, I was like, dude, that <laughs> that's stifling free speech, not this other crap that you guys all talk about. No, no, what he was saying is, any of those places can't actually purchase Nike products. They can't have Nike products like for the actual infrastructure of those rec centers and stuff. Well, since then, he has come out and said he is rescinding that ban, that that, that city ban. And it is, of course, um, at the request of the city attorney who was like, dude, this is ridiculous. And so no ban in that Louisiana city on Nike's. Who cares? I only bring it up just because, like, this is the the world we live in, the political climate we live in, where people are just, like, they come out and start spouting stuff without even thinking about it, much like the Orange Menace does. Not even thinking. Like, 3,000 people dead? Oh, it's Democratic fake. That's Democrats making up fake news. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I just, I don't, you know. Uh, and that's a just perfect example of what's happening right now. Speaking of Nike. Speaking of Nike. We did get some news from Nike. Remember, everyone was like, oh, Nike's going down. I'm never buying Nikes again. Yeah, since that ad came out, Nike has enjoyed a nice little 31% bump in online sales. 31% since this ad came out in online sales. And in fact, 
I was listening to news this morning. Nike stock, which and I, I brought this up last week, and I was like, in the day after the ad came out or, or or it was shared, you know, people were like, oh, Nike stock went down. It went down like three points the day after. This morning, Nike stock, and I said before, that's that's rich white dudes trading stocks on Wall Street. It'll balance out. The that immediate response is dudes that are trading the stock. Yeah, this morning, Nike's stock price all time high for Nike. Not exaggerating. All time high for Nike. All time. The company that has the company that has the number one, the the largest market share on footwear in this country and has for a very long time, just do it. Be like Mike, all of those things. It must be the shoes. That was the slogan I was trying to pull out of my head when I got Be Like Mike. I think Be Like Mike was a Gatorade slogan. Nonetheless, they've been around for a long time. They've had a large part of the market share for a long time. All-time high on their stock this morning. Probably is fake news. Probably is fake news. It's not fake news. It is definitely not fake news. Uh, All right, I'm going to get through these last couple things real quick, and then we're going to close it up for this week. So we did get some news. This came from Mashable, and I'm really putting this out as a warning to all of you. Uh, there is a daughter who had tweeted the images of her dad's credit card. What happened was the credit card company, and I think specifically the bank, called him and said, would you like a picture on your new credit card? He unfortunately thought they meant that cute little picture that they were doing like 10 years ago in the thing, and they were like, nobody can steal your identity. Your picture is in a little square on this card. And then they all stopped doing that. He thought it was a new card with that picture. So he sent in... Just a picture of himself, which looks like a driver's license picture. Well, the credit card company was not asking for a small picture to put in the corner of the card. They were asking him if he wanted a picture on his entire credit card. So he currently is walking around with a credit card that is just his face on it. And he's not looking real happy. The good thing about this one is there you are probably not going to have to show your ID as much for using that credit card. Because if you go in and use that credit card and someone looks at it and says, can I have ID? If, like if I had that, I'd be like, really, dude? Really? But beware, I'm bringing it up just so if a credit card company calls and says, do you want a picture on your card? They don't necessarily mean that little picture that we saw like 10 years ago on all these cards. Oh, and we got a steakhouse here in Steakhouse. Oh, I don't even know what steakhouse this is. Steakhouse in Los Angeles. Bourbon Steak. I knew I knew the freaking name of it. Bourbon Steak here in Los Angeles has actually launched a 96-ounce steak. 96-ounce steak, 96-ounce porterhouse cut that you can get at Bourbon Steak here in Los Angeles. And I'm saying this a little slow, despite the fact that we're trying to get through it, because I'm hoping any of you out there are remembering why they might be doing a 96-ounce porterhouse cut at this steakhouse. And I will tell you, they'll probably throw in some Paul Bunyan hats for you. Deep cut. Oh, good old NRA. They're back in the news today, apparently. And I don't even want to get into this craziness. I don't even want to get into this. Apparently, they are upset that Thomas the Tank Engine is having diversity with their ta- with their trains on the show. Yeah. This upsets the NRA. Even on a train, if it's not a white, white train, white bread train, we're going to lose our minds, frickin' NRA. Yeah, they're upset because there was an African train that came, a uh, Kenyan, a train from Kenya that is being introduced as a character on the show. So, of course, Dana... Dana Loach, Louch, Louch the fuck out of here, whatever her name is. Uh, she came out and did the little NRA TV thing, and of course they put they put KKK hoods on Thomas and Tank Engine and their friends, and thought that was a way to get their point across. If you've never listened to the podcast, you should know that the NRA is a terrorist organization, and they should be dealt with as such. Disagree with me? Fine, send me hate mail. I really don't care. Really don't care. Uh, and one more, uh, two more things I want. What the heck? No, one more thing I want to talk about real quick. The FDA is actually cracking down on the youth vaping epidemic, which I, I kind of do believe it's an epidemic. They have reached out to the major producers of vapes in this country, like vaping devices in this country, uh, within the U.S., and they have told them to come up with a plan to curb youth usage of vaping products. 
Uh, specifically, Juul is one of those. If you're not familiar with with vaping, pro- this means nothing. Juul is this huge this company that's gotten real big, and they have the ridiculous flavors, uh, as well as Mark Ten, which is an offshoot of Marlboro and Views, among others. These are the major brands that you're going to see in places like 7-Eleven. Uh, personally, and here this is me personally. In fact, I'm, for those of you on the live feed, I've got a Mark Ten in my in my pocket right now. I used to be a full-time smoker. Uh, when my wife and I got married three years ago, I promised I would quit smoking real cigarettes, and I have relied on this as a crutch since then. Uh, so I get it. I, I get it, and I, I, I can see how this is being used by the youth, and I hope that they can curb it. So keep that in mind when you're out there. Uh, keep in mind. <laughs> NRA wants guns everywhere. Uh, keep in mind when you're out there, you know, maybe purchasing your vaping products or just just keep in mind if you have kids in your family, whatever it might be, they should not be using these things. I, I said this from the beginning because uh, years ago when vaping products first came out and I was trying to trying to curb my my full actual cigarette use. I had a friend was that was like, this is cool. I think I should try this out. And he wasn't a smoker. And I was like, no, 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 dude. The whole point is to help you not smoke real cigarettes. You know, it's still bad for you. The vaping is still bad for you. It's just minimally less bad for you. So I'm glad they're doing something about this. We'll see if anything actually comes of this. Uh, but youth out there should not be using vaping products. And I, I, like I've, I've told this to to uh, I've told this to and youth teenagers that I've run into, uh, because I'm very open. You know, like medical marijuana, recreational marijuana. Like it's fine. You're gonna you're gonna go to college. You're gonna drink. You're probably gonna smoke some pot. And I've told many, many, many teenagers that I've encountered throughout my life, whether I knew them personally or had just met them, I always say, "But don't smoke a cigarette. Just don't smoke a cigarette. That's something you're not gonna be able to get rid of. You're not gonna be able to quit, especially if you really get into it. That was the most difficult thing uh, that I've ever had to to quit. And I really haven't even fully quit it because I've got my stupid little vape here. So it, it's my little crutch. Uh, so on that note, <laughs> don't let kids vape. On that note, we are done with episode 71. We've gone, uh, we've gone, I know. I wouldn't be surprised if there's Marlboro pacifiers out there somewhere. See, that's the thing, is I, I get it with Big Tobacco. Um, this has been episode 71 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Thank you all of you out there for listening, joining, subscribing, getting into it, doing all the things, interacting like name I can't pronounce, but whose name is actually Sean Hunter on the live feed here. And, of course, thank you to our stats and information producer, Chris Hassong. Uh, and also make sure you're heading over to SeanWorkLive.com. We got some news and some stuff going up there very, 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 very soon. Our, uh, our ad sales producer is, is working on things feverishly, literally like as we speak. So new stuff is coming. Look forward to that. Uh, I am of course your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. This has been Go Tell to the Wall podcast, episode 71. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, social media world, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.